Welcome to the QuackCast, a skeptical and sarcastic evaluation of quacks, frauds, and charlatans. Oh, I did it again. So sorry. I meant complementary and alternative medicine. Gag, gag. This is the third podcast done in April 2006. Today we are going to cover the history of homeopathy. This is brought to you, as always, as a side project of Puswell LLC, the publisher of the Persiflazer's annotated compendium of infectious disease facts, opinion, and dogma. Your uber-hyperlinked electronic guide to infectious diseases, available at pusware.com. Why do I do this? Well, if you do a search of podcasts in medicine, the bulk of the results will point you to many sites on complementary and alternative medicine, all of which are, well, garbage. There's the excellent quackwatch.com which is the source for all things concerning quackery. And there are plenty of skeptical sites, including skepticality.org. But there is a lack of podcasts that look at alternative medicine with a skeptical bent. I think this is a shame, as to judge from the medical school in my neck of the woods, critical thinking and alternative medicine do not seem to go together. So you are in luck. I'm an infectious disease doctor with a long interest in things skeptical, and I have been honing my podcast skills for about six months with my infectious disease podcasts, available at pusware.com, by the way. And so I've decided to branch out my podcasting into another area of my life in medicine that interests me, and have embarked upon what will hopefully be a series of short podcasts covering various aspects of internal medicine. As Baruch Spinoza said, quote, I have made a ceaseless effort not to ridicule, not to bewail, nor to scorn human actions, but to understand them, end quote. This does not apply to me. Ridicule and scorn are my two favorite approaches to alternative medicine, and I think the appropriate ones because they are so stupid. And as time goes on, you will see why. And now today we are going to talk about the dumbest of the dumb, homeopathy, its history and theory. So what's the history of homeopathy? Well, this was invented out of whole cloth by Samuel Hahnemann, who lived from the mid-1700s to the mid-1800s. I will cut him some slack. He lived back in the day before there was good understanding of chemistry, biology, physiology, microbiology, pharmacology. In fact, all those things that make up modern medicine, with the exception of anatomy. He lived in a time where medicine was ineffective and often very dangerous. It was a time when physicians often did more harm than good, and Hahnemann tried to do more good than harm. I'll give him credit for that, even though his answer to the problems of the time was stupid. So what he came up with was the, quote, law of similars, unquote. His reasoning went as follows. Well, people with certain diseases have certain symptoms, let's say vomiting. So the way to cure the illness was to give them a substance that caused the same symptoms. If your disease caused vomiting, give a medication that caused vomiting. But here's where he got clever. Rather than give the medication at its most pure form, it was diluted. And he gave very dilute solutions of whatever molecule would induce similar symptoms in a patient as the disease. To restate, if a substance was similar in its effect on a patient to the illness, then you could cure the illness by giving that substance at very dilute solutions. How dilute? How about real dilute? What they would do, and what homeopathists do today, 
is take a substance, grind it up, and dilute it in water, or if it's insoluble in water, dissolve it in alcohol. Then one part of this solution is added to nine parts or 99 parts of water. What does this mean? Well, say you dissolve your substance in 10 cc's of water. Then you would take one cc out of that and add it to nine cc's of water, diluting it one to 10. This is then repeated. From the new solution, one cc is taken out and it's added to nine cc's of pure water and again, and again, and again. So you keep diluting out the substance 10, 12, 30 times do you go through this. Now it's important when diluting the substance that it's succussed. He thought that things went into solution better if you wore a leather glove and you whacked the vial of dilutant against the leather glove on your hand. Again, that's called succussion. So what does that mean when you buy a homeopathic preparation? Well, look on the side of the preparation. If you see that it is a 6x, that means it's been diluted one to a million times. If you see 1c on it, then it's been delivered one to a hundred times. There are solutions that have a 30x dilution, which means it has been diluted one with 30 zeros after it. That's what you call dilute. What does it mean to have then a 30x dilution from a practical point of view? Well, it means that if you were to have one molecule of your substance, you would need 1 times 10 to the 60 molecules of water. That's a 1 with 60 zeros after it. It's calculated that if you have a 30x solution, you would need the amount of water equivalent to 30 billion times the size of the earth to find one molecule of the substance. This stuff is way dilute. There's one product that's made from a killed duck's liver and heart that has a 200 times dilution. This has been estimated to be bigger than the known universe to find a single molecule of the substance in solution. In other words, when you get a homeopathic product, the chance that you'll even have one molecule of the substance that is supposed to treat you in the water is, for all practical intents and purposes, zero. You are buying water. Now, even Hahnemann knew that this was kind of ridiculous because he knew that there might be nothing left behind. They didn't know about rate-limiting dilutions in that time. And he thought that what happened was that by vigorously shaking or pulverizing them, this succussion, that the molecules of the substance that you were turning into dilute solutions left behind a spirit-like essence that involved and treated the body's vital source and made patients better. In other words, somehow the water had a memory that there had been a substance in it that left behind an imprint somehow in the water molecules and that this magical essence would interact with the patient to cure them. If you're interested as to the dilution that would leave one molecule behind in your substance, it would correspond to the homeopathic dilution of 12C or 24 times, i.e. one part in 1024. 
but generally speaking, anything greater than 12C or 24X has no molecule of the original substance left behind. The numbers were obtained from Dr. Stephen Barrett in an essay on homeopathy at Quackwatch, and he saved me from having to misdo all the calculations. Now, in my mind, they add insult to injury by not even giving you the solution, but putting a drop of it on a sugar tablet, and then you buy the tablet. Somehow, the magical essence from the substance that was diluted is now being transferred onto the not only can this magical essence be transferred by sugar tablets, but Dr. Bimbanisti thinks it can be transferred over the transatlantic telephone cables as well. According to one abstract he published, and references are available on the website, that he can send the essence of homeopathic healing over the telephone. So that, in my mind, is why homeopathy is the stupidest part of alternative medicine. It was made up. It violates everything we know about chemistry, biology, physiology, pharmacology, and medicine. It is magic and magical thinking, not a rational approach to the treatment of patients with diseases. Future podcasts will talk about what determines a cult versus science, what is the placebo effect, and clinical studies that have wasted money evaluating homeopathy. So that brings us to the end of this QuackCast, an occasional rant and review of alternative medicine. Brock 2 is a side project by Pusware.com. References are available on my webpage. Send your hate mail and spam to QuackCast at Pusware.com. The music is by my 12-year-old son improvising on the guitar. And now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go and get my energy field realigned. 